0: You do it right to update your home and stick to your budget. Lowe's is here to help with Labor Day savings throughout the store. Upgrade your appliances and save up to 40% off select appliance special values, like a Samsung front-load laundry pair with steam, and a champagne finish was $19.98 and now is just $13.96. And refresh your home with $15 off gallon cans and $45 off 5-gallon pails via Lowe's gift card rebate when you buy select interior and exterior paint and stain. This Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Paint offer valid through 9-4, appliance offer Valve through nine eleven, U.S. only. The following comes to you through potbean.com. In the artist's Rome with Sylvia Stein, here we go. in the artist realm with Sylvia Stein here through potbean.com happy Friday everyone I am happy happy to be here to do a show um, with crafting dynamic dialogue that's the book that we've been using the complete guide to speaking conversing arguing and thinking in fiction from the editors of writers digest the forward the is by Cheryl St. John the last time that I did this book. I was on page, I did chapter 3 and I covered all the sections rewriting the rules, dialogue to stay on topic, use dialogue as you would act, uh, as you would actual speech, opt for said, avoid long speeches, be grammatically correct, show what the characters are doing while they're talking, keep character speech consistent, and then we wrapped up with telling dialogue and St- Stephen James, which he, he's a national best-selling novelist whose award-winning, uh, pulse-pounding thrillers continue to gain uh, wide critical acclaim and a growing fan base. And *Suspense* magazine named Stephen's book *The Bishop* the book of the year. So the, uh, we read of chapter three, and we covered by this um, amazing novelist and author. Stephen James. Now we're moving on to chapter four. And we're going to cover, say what? Quick tips for your characters. And this is by author Sarah Domet, or Domet. And I apologize if I mispronounced her name. And she, it says about her, Sarah Domet is the author of 90 Days to Your Novel, Writer's Digest Books, 2010. Her fiction and nonfiction also appear in New Delta Review. The Cincinnati Review, Beloit Fiction Journal, Potomac Review, Harper Palette, and Many Mountains Moving. She holds a PhD in Comparative Literature, Comparative Literature and Fiction from the University of Cincinnati, and currently teaches in the Writing Department at Georgia Southern University. So she has quite a resume there. So I'm going to cover what she wrote on chapter four. She writes, say what? Quick tips for your characters. And um, I will reiterate what I covered on the last show in the, uh, at the end of the show. So we'll start here. Um, she says, an emotional core derived, derived from your character's internal lives is fundamental to any complex and interesting story. One problem she says that she's noticed in my in her students' writings is that they re- create really interesting, complex, nuanced characters, but they fail to engage them with any other uh, any of their other characters in their real lives. Most people tend to be non confrontational, especially writer types, and sometimes this rubs off rubs off in their writing as well. You create interesting characters don't confine them to their own heads, let them walk, talk and interact with the other characters you've created. What a person says, too, can go a long way toward revealing her character. Perhaps your character wants to seem smart, so she tries using unusually big words only to misuse them. That bombastic cupcake is ostentatiously scrumptious, I decry. If a character is a scientist or a doctor perhaps he uses technical terms. Instead of saying my wife is pregnant he might explain my spousal partner has a fetus in utero. Or if a character is an an auto mechanic perhaps he uses metaphors suited for his profession. That would be as embarrassing as an El Dorado with a rusted muffler. Oh boy that is embarrassing. Consider too uh, when... Uh, when what a character says differs from what he thinks. She goes on to say, When done artfully, a scene of dialogue can make a reader feel like she is in the room with Penelope and Ricky, cringing at the awkwardness of the exchange. When done properly, uh, when done poorly, sorry, rest assured the reader will be cringing at the author's ill attempt at writing dialogue. Remember, dialogue should sound true to life, and everyone speaks differently. Be sure your dialogue is distinctive and authentic to the characters doing the speaking. Your written dialogue should always be working to reveal the depth, intentions, or actions of your character. A common mistake is using dialogue as filler that simply describes the setting or narrates the plot. Consider this scene. So she gives the example here. "'What is the weather like outside today?' asked Penelope. "'The sky is blue, and the silhouettes of ducks taking flight to the south are lovely, "'like planes flying overhead,' said Ricky. "'I'm going to get in my car and drive to the hair salon,' salon, said Penelope. "'My strawberry blonde hair could use a good cut.' "'Wait, I hear a knock on the door,' said Ricky. "'Why, it's the mailman.' And he has an important letter from my dying aunt. What's this? She's dead. But she's left me her estate. I'm rich. See you later. Horse face. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. A scene such as this one will quickly lead your reader reader to skip. These pages or put down your book altogether. A good general rule to follow when allowing your characters to speak directly is this dialogue should always aim to reveal some character trait about the individual who is speaking. If your character speaks a line of dialogue in order to describe the setting, the the, the description should also reveal an element of your character's interiority. What does Ricky's line of dialogue about the lovely ducks ducks flying south reveal about him? Does it indicate that he's sensitive? If so, why does he call his girlfriend horseface? If the spoken line of description doesn't tell us much about your character, that line will be better served in a paragraph of exposition. Dialogue should accomplish two things at once. Describe a setting and tell us something about a character. Convey plot forwarding action. And provide the reader with your character's history. Establish tone. And show how your character's dialogue conflicts with his indirect thoughts. However, each line of dialogue should give your reader insight. To, into your character's mind, personality, or Motivations. Here are some other general rules to follow when writing a dialogue scene. Avoid beginning a sentence with a line of dialogue. It's a good idea to first orient your reader to the setting and who is present at the scene. Readers process information in the order they receive it. So if you launch into dialogue before setting the scene, they may not know who is speaking and to whom. Be sure to describe what your character is doing while he is speaking When Ricky tells Penelope that he loves her, is he looking at the floor? Is he flipping through channels on the television set? Be sure to give some insight into what the characters are thinking versus what they are saying. Such a contrast will provide tension in your scene. Be sure to balance dialogue with descriptions of setting and paragraphs of exposition. Dialogue scenes are often a great place to speak in sentences, Of exposition and character history that might stand out if contained in a separate paragraph. For example, I love you too, Ricky said. He doubted there was such a thing as love. His ex-wife told him she loved him all the time. All the while sleeping with his brother, Mickey. Less is more when it comes to dialogue. People don't often speak in long paragraphs. At least not without some breaks. Dialogue scenes can quicken the pace of a novel and give your reader a needed rest from long paragraphs of exposition or description. Your characters should all speak differently from one another. If you randomly extricated a line of dialogue from your novel, you should be able to to tell to whom it belongs simply by analyzing the diction, content, and tone. Make sure you include dialogue tags so when so we know who is speaking and on to, and to whom. A simple he said or she said usually works best and does not draw attention it and does not draw attention to itself as he pontificated Wildly. Wildly sorry he pontificated wildly Your goal is to sorry. Your goal is to aim for invisibility when writing dialogue tags. So this is not the best place to demonstrate your creativity. Avoid too many adverbs in your dialogue tags that tell your reader how to interpret a line of dialogue. Consider this example. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, Ricky. Perhaps it Penelope said angrily after Ricky insulted her. A queen mug. If Penelope is saying something as strong as I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, we can assume she's saying it angrily. Your dialogue should be able to, pardon the pun, speak for itself. Trust that your reader will get it. And that's one of the things one of my editors at Coffeehouse always tells me, avoid adverbs. Avoid overusing exclamation points. These can be easily distracting and irritating to your reader. Plus, it makes it seem like your your characters are breathlessly exclaiming something when this isn't always the case. Punctuation should, like dialogue tags, never draw attention to itself. Never, ever. And then always read your dialogue out loud. When you do this, you'll be able to pick up on awkward phrases and dialogues that sound stilted. It will also help your help you generate ideas. And that's true. Anytime I read back or read aloud, I'm always surprised by, by the things that don't sound correctly. And then I can go back and change it. The key is to engage your readers, she says. You need to practice engaging your characters with other characters. And in addition, to practice writing dialogue to reveal elements of your characters. Keep in mind that what a person says, how she says it, or how it conflicts with her internal musings will do a lot of the muscle work of character development. First, think of some real individuals you come into contact with, she says today whether it be a waitress a coat check girl car wash attendant etc and place some each in a scene with one of your characters how will these individuals interact what might they discuss you never know when any of these minor contacts will have a big impact on a more prominent character and if you find one of these minor characters interesting you may Uh, wish to draw up a separate character bio. Next, write a short dialogue scene involving your two characters, least likely to interact in your novel. What might they discuss? You never know when you might learn something about these characters that you didn't know before. And if you do learn something important, be sure to update your character bio to reflect this that's what she says there and then she ends by saying on this chapter finally write a dialogue scene involving at least two of your characters who are directly at odds with one another from now for now don't worry if you don't actually envision that this as a scene in your novel just focus on in integrating action description of setting and description of your character's body language after you finish Review the general rules for integrating dialogue. Did you adhere to these? So, right now, basically, for this, and I'm going to leave it at that for the date, for uh, In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein here on Podman.com. I'm going to have you work on that, on that section, chapter four, like she says. Write a dialogue scene involving at least two of your characters. Who are directly at odds with one another. Don't worry like she says about uh, the actual, she says, what was that? Don't worry about, if you don't actually envision this as a scene in your novel. Just focus on integrating the action, the description of the setting, and description of the characters. What is their body language? What's going on? You may want to talk about Thanksgiving. Use that as a prompt. Uh, sometimes when we meet up with some family, they do it all the time on sitcoms or shows. There could be a, a, a estrangement of, of 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 family members, uh, people that have, are not haven't seen each other, siblings that are that are rivaling against each other for some reason or other, and there's different scenarios you can put. You don't have to use just Thanksgiving or something else. Um, where you find yourself at odds sometimes with a coworker or something like that. So, uh, work on that. And this was, like I said, chapter four with the book, Crafting Dynamic Dialogue, the complete guide to speaking, conversing, arguing, and thinking in fiction from the editors of, uh, Writer's Digest Forward is by Cheryl St. John. And work on that. I really appreciate it. And the chapter that we read right now was by author Sarah Dometh and she is the author of 90 days to your novel Writer's Digest books, it was one of Writer's Digest books 2010 and her fiction and nonfiction also appear in New Delta Review and many others so check it out and I hope that this section, Chapter 4 on Crafting Dynamic Dialogue has helped you guys today. I know we went a little fast for today, I just wanted to uh, do another uh, show and show you guys that what I've been working on and hopefully be back next week. And I will talk more about my self-publishing journey and why I did that show as uh, to wrap up the show today. Um, I- I've had shows on National Novel Month. I've had shows on self-publishing my own journey. And I spoke about another author and what she said about her experiences of, of why she went back to a self publishing instead of staying with the traditional, and you can find all that in my episodes, so please check those out and we'll try to have more authors, artists come to the show, editors on editing, writers on writing and i and I want to thank you all for all the support that you've given this podcast. I hope you'll listen to the Dynamo ads, which are playing through iTunes and other forms. Uh, like Stitcher and other places, you can find in the Artist Room with Sylvia Stein on Podbean. But I couldn't do this without you guys, so I hope that you continue supporting the podcast. I hope you'll listen today. I hope you liked this episode of Crafting Dynamic Dialogue, and I will see you all next week. And this was Crafting Dynamic Dialogue: The Complete Guide to Speaking, Conversing, Arguing, and Thinking in Fiction from the Editors of Writers Digest, supported by Cheryl St. John, and we covered. Uh, The chapter four by author Sarah Domet. And we'll be back. And I hope you'll work on that writing prompt. And try to envision two characters that are at odds with each other. And we'll be back next week. And thank you for tuning in. I hope you'll catch us next week. Or catch me next week. Have a great one and happy Friday. The song is Stepping Stepping Out Long through GarageBand. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. Join us again next week. Join us again for In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein through Podbean.com. Happy Friday! Let's say you just bought a house. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%. APR, 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. 888 percent fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030.